Hello and good evening. Welcome to Fright Central, where we talk all things horror. I'm Keck here with Doc, as always, and uh, kind of wanted to. What was that, Doc? You got how's something? How's it going, that? Vincent Price? Vincent <laughs> Price, dude. There's a. Oh man, I got a story for you after this cast. I found a Vincent Price uh, thing that traumatized me of a child where he was doing the time, uh, time, uh, time life books thing. I'll, I'll send you the thing. But uh, yeah, we're going to want to talk a lot more about Vincent Price. Anyway, lost my train of thought, you little fuck. Yellow um, jackets that we missed. Wanted to apologize. We, um, we had done our last cast on Yellow Jackets, and it was actually, we thought it was going to be a relatively small cast, but it was actually one of our longer casts. There is a lot more content than we initially had thought there was to talk about, um, at least on my end. I don't think I gave the show the respect that it really deserved. There, I mean, there was a lot of subplots. There was a lot of complexities, um, a lot of like, uh, you know, I don't know, just just a lot of content and a lot of like uh, time shifting. And it was done very well. And I think in like uh, the discussion, somehow we left out some rather major uh, plot points, like some matter major events that happened, most namely the coach. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't we just uh, kind of leave it at that and let people just go and watch the series yeah but we had um, kind of like analyzed like the thing i just want to point out <laughs> one thing we left out at the end because we went into a thing where we kind of asked each other where do you think season three is gonna go where do you think season three is gonna go but we can't really say where we think season three is going to go without <laughs> without talking a little bit about what we left out. And that was the final scene where the coach who had gone from suicidal asking Misty to kill him, which I don't believe we even discussed to the coach, the that absolute final scene as uh, season two fades out the coach pouring gasoline all over the cabin and trying to burn all of the girls and Travis, who was Travis and, well, yeah, his little brother had been sacrificed by then anyway, but, um, and Travis, uh, all the people under his care, he tried to burn them alive uh, yeah. because he go has some kind of mental breakdown. I'm sure he justified it in some sick fuck way in his head, but um, yeah, he goes crazy and basically goes from suicidal to homicidal to go and live in like some like secret little fucking I don't uh, cave like cave a uh, uh, yeah we described it one of them. Yeah, like where Javi was living, um, which is another thing I don't know if we actually mentioned. We left out some significant things. So, yeah, like you said, you're going to have to go back and, like, watch it. But at the end, the coach tries to burn all the girls to death. It shows them all standing outside the cabin as the cabin is going up in flames. So to say where season three is going to go, if there is a season three, considering what's going on in Hollywood right now, um, I would say there's going to have to be something very drastic that comes into play right away because that was their shelter. So unless they track the coach down, my most thing would be they foot track the coach down 
find out where Javi was staying. They cook the cook kill and cook that coach up, stew that motherfucker to get them. First one to the go. Room. First one to go. And, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like he wanted to die anyway. Like, you know, he's gotta go. But yeah. anyway, um, so sorry about that. We left out some really big things, and it was really my fault because I just had not really treated the uh series with the respect it deserved. I could get into why, but I'm not going to anyway. I forgot about a lot the, about that uh, as well. Yeah, we but, we had uh, just kind of told like I, I mean we were before we had the cast we were debating are we going to do season one and season two and then season two are we going to talk about the timelines like with it where there were kids and then the timelines when they were adults so we had like um, a few different ideas on how we were going to approach talking about the show yeah. and it kind of all just fell into balance I thought pretty well just having season one and two like right into each other as one like you know full uh, full production rather than discussing them individually and at the end I remember being like well Kev that actually kind of worked out and then I was just like wait a minute we didn't mention that the coach tried to burn everybody <laughs> and then you had pointed something else out and you're like, Oh yeah. And we didn't mention this. And I'm like, we totally whiffed that fucking podcast. God damn it. So <laughs> the only thing I could think to do rather than totally redo that podcast, which is, I really don't want to have any more discussion about yellow jackets right now was to just figure, have a little introduction, say, sorry about that. Hopefully you've already seen it and called our mistakes. If you haven't, just, you know, go and watch the show and, uh, you know, develop your own opinion. But uh, anyway, I really am looking forward to season three of that, though, to see where they go, if there's a season three. But that said, Evil Dead. Evil Dead Rise. Rise. We, uh... Before we gang into it at all, initial reaction. Oh, I, I really liked it. I was... uh. I mean, I had liked the 2013 remake, even though it was like, uh, you know, almost kind of redundant in a, in a lot of ways where it kind of just did a lot of the same things. Uh, but like with different characters, I mean, I still enjoyed it. But I think I liked uh, Evil Dead Rise even better. I liked the new locations. Uh, I liked a lot of the homages to the original without it seeing necessarily forced too much. You know what I mean? Uh and uh, and I thought the uh, I thought all the acting was was really well done. Even the little girl I thought was was great. Like they like there weren't any like annoying characters really. And uh, especially the performances once the uh, once <laughs> I everyone got, got possessed. Once everyone got possessed, I really enjoyed that. It's like their performance as the uh, the the demon demons as well. So how about yeah. you? I had low expectations for this. I loved it. I thought it was fucking amazing um i was really impressed I, I mean i think me and you had back uh you said the last one was in 2013 where they made the full-length movie uh that was like an evil dead reboot i think me and you actually had gotten into like an argument because uh, i had said something like people that like that movie should tell themselves <laughs> and you were like dude what the fuck and, like <laughs> granted i was being sarcastic i yeah, didn't yeah. actually mean if you thought that evil like you should you know commit ritualistic suicide i mean if you did i would understand i'm just saying but, uh, ritualistic. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, yeah <laughs> i'm just saying 
But, um, you know, I really disliked that one. I thought it was just really cheesy and cliche. I mean, I was happy they were keeping the franchise alive, but that was about it. And all my worries got taken out when um, Ashford's Evil Dead, the series, started um, with uh, Stars. Uh, what uh, did yes. that one, right? I had confused. Showtime didn't do it. That was actually one of the few thing, good things that Stars still does from time to time. So, um, you know, so that that really um, the only thing I was upset about that was is I thought it ended too early. I really thought they could have gotten another decent season or two out of it. But hey, as things are, it happens. But yeah, with I this, think if that I thought, was on a uh, I think if it was on a bigger network, I think it might have gotten another season. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Maybe they if are, it was on Showtime or HBO. Yeah, Bruce Campbell is talking about at least doing an, uh, an animated series that uh, continues yeah. off where that left, so that's at least a, a good point about that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, this one was uh, written and directed by Lee Cronin, who uh, did the uh, this uh, little film called A Hole in the Ground, which was really good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out. I believe it was on, uh, at least I saw it on Amazon. I don't know if it's still on there, so can tell you but, actually um still just back to like my initial reaction yeah i thought it was incredible i mean low expectations um when it first started off uh i felt i always have this thing um uh the one of the lead actresses i guess i don't know if you would say the lead i mean it, it was mainly a bunch of like co-leads but Alyssa sutherland who i recognized from yeah. She played Ellie, the mom. Um, I knew her from the show uh, Vikings, um, which doesn't really have anything to do with Evil Dead, but it's the first time I saw her, and I think she's gorgeous beyond words. And so when I saw her, I was like, oh, motherfuck. I'm like, I'm going to spend the whole time thinking about, like, how much I'm in love with Liz Sutherland, and, like, I'm not going to be able to focus on the show. Well, yeah, I mean... Things got real grisly for her real fast. See, I thought she was going to be like the savior of the show. She was not the savior. She was the first one that, you know, catches the virus, if you will. So uh, that actually helped me. I mean, hell, even when she was completely possessed, I still would have like been like, hey, how's it going? But like, <laughs> I mean... It was just done. I mean, I just like her a lot, but like it was just done really well. Now, you before getting into the meat of it, you had said that there were no stupid characters. I would just beg to differ to I, one. No. I didn't say that stupid. I said, a, I said annoying. Annoying. annoying but that kid was kind of annoying, but my God, just and this leads us off to like, you know, where things start from, you know, after the intro scene, which you had some feelings about. I mean, I thought it was brilliant. Did you want yeah, to? Uh, it started at the the, the opening hmm. scene starts at the uh, starts at a cabin with uh, like three friends and uh, one girl, which is where I thought it was all going to take place at the yeah. cabin in the woods where iconically, you know, that's where evil dead shit goes down. Yeah, it starts there, and then like the one of her friends is like already possessed, or she's sick, and like, but she's really already possessed, and then she like, you know, scalps the one girl and beheads the other one, and then uh, and then rises up out of the lake, and that's when the credits roll. Then it cuts to, um, there. Well, it cuts to um the the girl who plays the aunt, uh, who like I'm I guess she was at like a concert or whatever, but uh. It really most of it takes place at a uh, LA high rise, which is about to be like torn down and like 
the next couple like days or whatever. It's really dilapidated. Uh, it's pouring rain out and it basically revolves around like this family that, that lives there. And then her uh, estranged sister who like comes home and it's like her and her um, husband has left and she's got to raise like these three kids. Yeah, the, the husband has just left. Uh, yeah. He was apparently kind of a douchebag. So she's a single mom left to raise what, two kids? Three kids. Three kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three kids, two daughters and uh, one idiotic son. And um, it seemed that like uh, when her sister came home, uh, who she describes as a groupie, uh, who had been like, I guess, touring with some band and like, you know, her oppression was just like hooking up with random guys, not really making much of herself. Um, she seemed like she was somewhat resentful that she didn't even seem to know that um, her sister and her husband had split up yeah. and that she was now raising three rather small children by herself. Yeah. And, uh, she was obviously going through like a lot of shit and uh she just kind of shows up out of nowhere expecting that like everything's going to be forgiven after not hearing from her for quite some period of time yeah yeah i think it would have two months had gone by since the uh, yeah because she said something she doesn't she like actually bring a present home for uh her husband and she's like yeah we've been split yeah. up months or something like yeah. something like she that goes voicemails because later on she checks the voicemail yeah and she's kind of like you know it's almost sort of like she was like you know don't let the door hit you on the way out because she's like you know you can sleep on the couch tonight but like uh i gotta pack like we're moving tomorrow like you know like peace like yeah. she was very very upset by that but anyway that's just like some very small uh character development details yeah. uh things start to pop off and go out of the pretty fast clip after that right they go out for pizza yeah they go out for pizza while the uh the, the two sisters talk and have the have the conversation about like what the, yeah you know, what's going on in their life and then when they come back for with the pizza while they're parking the car before they head up an earthquake hits and it cracks open the the basement of where the garage is and uh, yeah the parking garage right yeah, yeah and it's uh and it opens up a hole that leads into like an old bank vault where the one uh kid jumps down in there and, and this uh, is where things get ridiculous for me yeah this is this kid like look i get that they were they needed some way for the necronomicon to yeah. like you know come into play but this kid he just makes like decisions that no even semi-rational person would make i mean it was just you had to be thinking the same thing i was like yeah, why I the fuck would you like during he, an earthquake why would you yeah. fucking climb under there when it, it would be different too if he was all on his own and he had nobody waiting for him he wasn't you know going to bring food back and anything after natural it was just him being a dumbass he had two people screaming at him yeah. the entire time. Please stop doing what you're doing. What you're doing is fucking ridiculous. And he just stays down there and like, uh, like, like long story short, he gets the Necronomicon from there. I get it because when he like <laughs> he's like, oh shit, that's a bank vault. 
Like if I could, maybe there's something down there I can find that can help the family out because anything would help us out right now because we, we don't yeah. even have a place to move to yet and this place is being torn down. So like, I get it. But yeah, right after yeah. an earthquake, maybe not the best time to go down there because there's- I mean, like we're talking about not even, I mean, it was an aftershock territory. Like it yeah. had only been about 60 seconds after the earthquake or something like that. So, I mean, it would have been one thing too, if they had gone back and he was like, look, I saw an underground bank vault. Like you guys can try to stop me or somebody can hold a flashlight, but I'm going to take a quick peek at this real quick or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, or even if he just snuck off on his own and he was like, you know, I want to do this to help my family. See if I could find some fucking buried treasure down there or something like that. I could kind of understand that, but they were like railing him. But, the Necronomicon that he found down there that he brings back, dude, it was really cool. Yeah. Like this was my favorite version of it. How it was like, um, it, it Had was like, like in jaw. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was shut by like jaws. There were fangs on it. You know what I mean? And the artwork inside of this was on like any of the other, uh, a lot of times in the movie, you know, there, there was like a lot of like, um, you know, Latin looking, uh, words in there, like ancient Hebrew, things like that. Um, this one was mostly full of artwork that depicted like what had happened. And I thought that all the artwork looked really cool. Apparently, um, that was like a lot of, uh, Tom Savaney had done a lot of that artwork. Oh, Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi, uh, my thing, I, I think I might be getting, um, I think I might be getting, uh, my, uh, my, uh, whatchamacall, my, uh, you know, uh, yeah, in the new one or the old one? This this book? In, in the in this one. I, I don't oh, think I don't it's Pennsylvania. I, I I'm 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 messing up the names here, but um there was uh when I was like looking into it, there was someone that had said that they had done a lot of the original artwork for this okay. for the Necronomicon. And I I said Tom Savania. It was not Tom Savani. Um but uh Sell similar Sam Raimi. Yeah. Um, but someone, I'm not even, I'm not even sure if they did it or if they like, you know, hired somebody to do the drawings. But I thought that the art looked amazing. Yeah. Like it's stuff that like I would want to like hang up as posters around my house. Yeah. Like, dude, it was like, it was, I mean, a lot of it was like, really brutal shit but i mean it was like you know this stuff if you've ever read dante's inferno i mean it is like literally like you know what you would think of like the latter stages in the circles of hell i mean it was really well done yeah and, and he also yeah, uh, i was a big fan of that yeah and he also brings up uh some records that he finds down there uh because he's like an aspiring dj as well so we have yeah that equipment up there uh, and he's and like an idiot, he plays the fucking records after he's already pricked his finger on the uh, Necronomicon, which opens up. it up. Yeah. And again, his sister had looked at the book with him and had said, again, please, at least not now, please do not fuck with any of the shit that you have got. As soon as she leaves, 
he immediately starts doing everything and fucking yeah. what everything. And he's even like real nervous. He's like sweating as he's because like his turntable, he has to like kind of turn the record with it and like yeah. you know to re and the guys. There's even a thing at a church where he's describing, they're like, destroyed Necronomicon, like the Book of the Dead, like, you know, what are you thinking? Like, yeah. you know, what I mean, like, and he's nervous and he's like, now I'm going to recite the passages that will bring <laughs> forth the day. And like the kid's like, oh, my God, this is so terrifying. Let me just go ahead and do it. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. I, just, I want to point out, like later on, when they, uh, <clears throat> when she's like, "Oh, maybe like this is how, like when um, the sister finds out that the uh, that's how they brought it together." You're like, "Oh, maybe there's something yeah. we can find." So she was like, "Oh, I'll start at the end and play this tape," and like on the tape, he's like, oh, "All right, well, I made a big mistake. Uh, everything's gone wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't, don't fucking listen." It was like. Maybe you should have put that one in the beginning when you organized these records. Yeah, <laughs> so that, would, don't that, that really wouldn't have been. But I guess like, yeah, like when he organized the records, that would have been the thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe even better for him to have just destroyed all the other records and just had that record saying, I did recite all this shit. Yeah. I did do this when I recited it. This is what happens. Yeah, maybe just I keep that last of the records of me of reciting it yeah. because I don't want to risk it ever being recited. All I can say is this is what happened when I did this shit. Don't ever do it. And if it does get done, you really have no hope except to run. He was yeah. like, you know, I hacked everybody up. I burned them. He's like, everything, it, it will just keep coming back. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just never stops. Like, you know what I mean? Which kind of um, makes you wonder how it did stop. Um, well, you just dismember and bury and, like, you know, I've spread out the pieces. That's pretty much but they, yeah, volcano, Volcanoes, like yeah. the Scientology thing where, you know, they threw the aliens and the volcanoes or whatever like yeah you, volcanoes need to be involved yeah but uh <laughs> the, uh i just want to point out there was a part in the the beginning when he on the record he says that there was uh this is one of three books so in a way that could tie in all the other evil dead movies as yes. they all take place in the same universe they're just different books and yes that, that explains a lot of how all the books look differently and I really like that aspect of how you can yeah. tie it into the other uh, the other movies now. So yeah, that. no that, that that's a very that's a very that's a very good point. Yeah, because I love this book. I like the I, I love the way it looked. And yeah, um, yeah, some of the books could have been uh, more dialogue and more like the ritual, and others could have been like you know more like of like the graphical images that like you know. Um, you know, uh, people that witness this stuff could have, like, you know, documented it, uh, you know, documented the images based yeah. from the projections that they saw and, like, stuff like that. So, like, yeah, I mean, it could, it really could uh, tie everything, uh, everything together. Yeah, that that's a that's a good observation. But um, at any rate, um, then just getting into the meat of it, um, Shit, everything was just fucking <laughs> Yeah. yeah um it, it was it was it was a little strange that I mean yeah I mean she just basically catches it right to the face uh when yeah. she's coming down uh, laundry yeah 
going down to the laundry and the evil in, you know, if you've ever seen an evil dead movie, which I assume you have, it's, you know, you, it's the camera coming at you and making the demon sounds that getting closer and closer and closer. And uh, yeah, she just gets uh, to the ground for the elevator and boom. Right to the face, she gets smacked by the evil. I, I really want to know what the evil looks like. As no, as I as hope as they as never as show what the evil, the, the possession. I just see like. it as like a flaming skull or something like yeah. that. Like I don't, I don't know. Like kind of like I feel the, like no matter what they do, it'll be dumb. Keep it the way. Yeah, it probably. Or you know, just like this cloud of like pure evil coming at. Yeah. But and, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, it was funny. Like right after she just told her kids not to take the elevator, she takes the elevator down. Yeah, then, yeah. After the possession, I liked how once like um, the mother was possessed, and then like they tried to like escape, like the elevator doesn't work, and then they go. They're like, "All right, well, let's take the stairs," and the stairs are just gone. And then it's pouring rain outside, also, so they, like people and so they're pretty high up, so like nobody down below can hear them. So I thought it did a really yeah. good job of like keeping them in that area without uh, giving them any type of like escape i thought that was really well done yeah yeah oh yeah yeah def definitely was and when she first got see i was worried because i was like oh no because like when she is getting uh possessed in the elevator um you know she's getting like wrapped up with the vines and i like the tree thinking, yeah. like oh god here comes the tree rape scene yeah. you know, from the original <laughs> evil. Dead. I was like, this is what's going to happen. It's I was gonna like, please don't do it. Out. Please don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, look, it worked in the original. I know it's like, you know, an iconic moment for the franchise and all horror movies talk about that scene. But I was like, I don't want that to be done to my bullet. Alyssa, please don't do it to her. And they didn't show it to her, but I mean, it was really brutal what happened to her. And yeah. like, you know, you heard her limbs breaking and snapping. And I'm glad they did not do the tree rape scene. Like, I was, I was very happy that that did not happen to her. And, uh, but then when she comes back, like, when she's like cooking the eggs and talking about how I hope we would always be together, but like, I really wish I could just like rip you all apart and like rip out your guts and like climb inside your bodies and like just start saying like really twisted shit to the point where like, oh man, I, I mean, I could just go on forever with the It was really well written. Like, yeah, it was they, really well written. Hit a lot really. of the homages really well too with like the I'll swallow your soul, uh, death yeah. on, like. Yeah, shotgun yeah. and chainsaw parts, and like, it didn't over. feel cheesy. Yeah, None yeah. of it felt cheesy. It, it didn't feel like it was like, like, yeah, it felt natural and like, yeah, purposeful. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, um the the one thing I was a little confused of, uh, um, there was a scene where, um, you know, uh, Ellie attacks her sister after she's full on possessed, and like just to say. With the time remaining, we we don't have uh, time to give this movie anywhere near the amount of respect that it deserves. So you really have to just go see it yourself. But one thing that I was uh, curious to is when she uh, attacks her with a shard of glass, the glass goes through her hand. Yeah. And usually, like, one of, see, with the deadite 
possessing people. There has never in any of the movies, I thought, been like some kind of clear way it spreads. Sometimes people just turn after I, no physical contact yeah. whatsoever. Just being in proximity, people will just turn. And she stabbed her. So I was thinking like, oh, wow, is she going to turn? Well, she didn't, but her daughter, who she attacked with her tattoo gun, um, and just like, you know, hits her with the needle a little bit, her daughter turns full on. So I was a little confused by that. I noticed, like I, said, I noticed that more on the second time. I was like, uh, yeah, I, I caught it, though. It was uh, because she had taken the tattoo needle and tat like shoved it into her own head first oh her own head first so i think it was like you had to get you had to get your possessed blood on the other person yeah that, yeah, that, how it could, yeah that 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 could be but even if that wasn't the case like i said um it has never been like there's never been like a in any of the movies a 100 percent way that someone gets possessed i've seen people many times get possessed with no contact whatsoever, like especially in Evil Dead 2, people just started turning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you know, it seemed sort of like it was a force of will for some of them. Like they're like, you know, I can feel this coming at me. And you had to like have the will to push it out. You know what I mean? So there wasn't, this isn't like vampires or anything like that yeah. or zombies. Like you don't necessarily have to be bit. Uh, yeah. for that to happen but you know i was a little i was wondering about that but now that you put it that way i have forgot yeah she kind of stabs herself first and then um yeah but then there is a great scene out in the hall where they're looking through the keyhole and everybody's getting fucking ripped oh, up out that, there yeah. oh, i thought that was a great scene yeah. you know through the bird's eye like the camera like that was just great work you see people flying around gunshots going off and then she keeps coming running back to the uh keyhole let me in mommy wants to you know it was just yeah. so fucking great i mean I'm like i also like the uh the cheese grater <clears throat> oh yeah there, <laughs> so, there there are so there were so, many, so many there were so many good kills in it and so many I, I mean evil dead you know it's not just about the killing it's about the torment yeah you know these are demons that love chaos they love to watch suffering they love human confusion yeah. and suffering too like they like you to be scared and confused and uh as i had talked about this a little earlier with you um i was worried though because i did not see the blood evil dead was always like very big about like you know being the movie that used the most blood in like the history of cinema when it first came out and like three quarters of the way through the movie i was like where the fuck is the blood the blood comes oh yeah uh, i'm not going to get into all of it but i mean the blood comes and uh they use plenty of fucking blood. I mean, it comes kind of all at once, but like that was the one thing that I was worried. I was like, they're not going to give us the blood. You know, the thing that Evil Dead is so known for, they give us the blood. So yeah. I just want to I mention think the that. only I think the only problem I had was the uh, from the intro beginning to how they set that up at the end. Same um, for me. Where it's like some random girl gets possessed, and but she's like, at the fucking uh 
apartment but she's going on vacation and from there to go pick up her friend and then go to the cabin she would have already yeah that's the way before yeah we had talked about this a little bit uh before yeah that that just now see i like the transition i thought it was cool how they set that up yeah but like that's just not realistic i mean that girl would have gotten possessed right then and there and there's no way she would have these demons are not like demons that are like let's wait for the right time let's wait they for other people around out. to fire yeah yeah exactly yeah they yeah it, it, they're not the type of ones that are they let's just say they're not in here for the long game like they're not like you know we'll lie dormant inside this person for uh days or weeks months years until they're in a major event where we can take over the world they're too chaotic and pumped up for that they want to come out and start causing shit immediately i love how uh unstoppable they are too they can't be like you can't just do like an exorcist on them like nah they laugh at that once once they're in you're, you're fucking fucked but uh yeah, before we go, I just wanted to mention that uh, they, there. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be talks of the sequel because this made the most money out of all of them. Uh, I mean, it was on a budget of less than 20 million, and it made like 146 million at the box office. Yeah, when you mentioned oh. that to me, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I not. I mean, I thought that like the production value, it didn't seem cheap to me. I mean. Oh. I guess it's because, I mean, they had to save money because there were, I mean, uh, Alyssa Sutherland, like, I, I know her from a few things, but, like, I wouldn't consider her a big star. No, I mean, um, coming from TV, I didn't really recognize more, anybody yeah, else. I mean, she's so. known for more than for her modeling than her acting, and all the other um, actors that were in it, I looked some of them up on IMDb, and some of them only had two credits, yeah. and one. The one girl, uh, one of them was a Jersey podcast horror show. So it wasn't even an acting credit. Like, so th- these were, I think they saved a lot of money finding good, young, new talent. And yeah. they were able to put everything else just into the film. And there wasn't a lot of locations either. So like, no, yeah, I mean, you're in what you're in. Maybe one structure and then the one place at the lake. So you're yeah. only in like. A couple locations yes yeah. so um and most of it all occurs in the one apartment yeah so exactly. yeah they were able to they were able to do this movie like very economically viable where they were able to give you like the maximum bang for your buck really and uh it didn't suffer from quality of acting i mean like i said the kid was stupid but he wasn't a bad actor no, they no, told no. him yeah. to act like a stupid asshole and he pulled it off yeah you know? And sometimes even when like the little kids, like the little girl, like sometimes they end up being. That's you know, I thought she, that I thought she was. Really I thought good. she might have been the best actor in the entire thing. She uh, was yeah. really good. Yeah, that girl's. I mean, if she sticks with it, um, you know, she, you might like look back years from now and be like, you know, that girl from Evil Dead. You know, she's like uh, a Julia Roberts or somebody like that. Like I don't know. Like she, I mean, she's very, she's very young. She's only like what eight, nine years old. Come a on, lot man. of talent. Reminded me of the girl from um, Haunting of uh, Hill House and uh, Blind Manor, and she was in Megan too. That okay, that yeah. like yeah, young little really girl that does too, a lot yeah. of horror, like very talented, very talented young actresses. So yeah, I mean, 
just saying, like, uh, for me, this was a five-star event. Like, I thought it was great. Um, I cannot stress enough how much, if you haven't seen this, like, you really should go out and say it. Yeah, if you like, well, whether you like the last one or not, if you're a fan of the franchise, I think you'll really enjoy this yeah. one. Yeah, Especially yeah. Like the new setting and everything so yeah even even if you haven't been a fan of evil deads in the past like this might be one that gets you into it and yeah, when i say like, go out and see it i mean yeah. just like watch it on hbo max yeah yeah no, <laughs> i still say go out and say it like yeah. i don't know but uh you know go um, out to your just, living room <laughs> yeah i just cannot say enough good things about it there's some other things i'd like to touch on but you know i it, it would just take too much time um amazing uh amazing amazing film i think we're uh both uh in complete agreement with that one. so anyway that uh that's about it you have any uh any other thoughts no that, that pretty much wraps it up uh thanks for wraps uh, it up for me thanks for joining me and uh thanks for listening and uh thanks for joining yeah. us yeah Peace. and uh we'll be talking to you in the very near future take care buddy Peace.